I don't know about you, but I like to win. Does anybody else like winning? Does anybody like losing? No, we all love to win, don't we? And uh, I've called this message, above all else, we love to win. You know, and people say this to you at school. You know, it's about the taking part. Come on, it's not, is it? It's about the winning, isn't it? Let's be honest, we love to win. We, 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 we agree it's good to take part, but actually, it's better if we win, isn't it? And we want other people to win, but we want to just be ahead of them a little bit. As long as we're a little bit ahead of them, it doesn't matter as long as we win. There's a winner in each, on, each of us, would you agree? There's something about God's put something in us to be a hero, to make a difference, to add value. There's something in us that wants to do well. And I believe God wants us to do well. But I've said, above all else, we love to win. And um, I'm watching the World Cup at the moment. Sorry, I've just lost m- most people that don't like football, yeah? And, I, and, I, and I, love, I do love football. Yesterday, I was lost for what to choose. There was rugby on, there was cricket on, and there was football in. I mean, this is a major decision I've got to make here, right? I don't know, I'm flicking between one. I'm like, I need a split screen thing. I, 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 and I want to see if the rugby are winning and they didn't win. I want to see the cricket are winning. Yeah, they won. And I want to see if uh, Nigeria are winning or whoever. I don't care. I just want to see who's winning, right? But there's something in us, I believe, where we want to win. And I, I'm going to do it a little bit different this morning. We're going to watch a video clip. And uh, I think winning is great, but sometimes at what cost? You know, I, I, I'm happy to win, but actually do I consider the cost of not only to me, but actually to those who are around me? So as much as we like to win, and I'm going to talk about you winning this morning, we're going to watch a video clip and this video clip, it's taken from a game show called Golden Balls. Has anybody seen it? We're not going to talk about the name of the game show, right? We'll move on from that. But we're, it, it's a game show. It's a guy called Jasper Carrot that used to... It, 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 some people said he was funny, but I didn't quite understand him years ago when my dad used to watch him on tally. But, you know, it's a game show. We're going to watch this game show. And I want you con- to consider when you watch this, and be honest, what would you do in this game show? And, and, and don't don't... Listen, we all do it, and Michael's saying it this morning about conforming. Don't make the decision based on what you think people think. Truly be honest this morning, what would you do? What happens in here, right, when this game shows on? Because if you can't be honest, you'll struggle to connect with God and struggle to connect with people. Because you'll always put a pretense on, you'll always put on what you want people to see rather than actually what's truly going on inside of you. And when you can truly identify, I believe, what's going on on the inside, you'll actually, I believe, break, break through with God and be able to worship Him in, in the vulnerability of who you are, your honesty, and, and who you are. But you've got to be honest this morning with this game show. So I've loaded you up a little bit, okay? And don't just do what you think the right thing is. Because you know what, people to know what the right thing is. And, and as long as I do the right thing, I want you to be honest with what you'd actually do this morning. Okay? So are we ready for the game show? Off we go. Okay. This is serious, life-changing money. Your jackpot today is 100,000. <laughs> you have one final decision to make. Easy decision. We're now going to play Split or Steal. 
I know you're the last two people in the country I have to explain this to. But you have two final golden balls. You each have a golden ball with the word split written inside. You each have a golden ball with the word steel written inside. You will make a conscious choice of choosing the split or the steel ball. If you both choose the split ball, you split today's jackpot of £100,150 and you go home with £50,075. If one of you splits and one of you steals, whoever chooses the steel ball will go home with £100,150. And the person who chooses the split ball goes home with nothing. If you both choose the steel ball, you go home with nothing. Okay. Before I ask you to choose, I want you to look at your two golden balls and make sure you know which is the split ball and which is the steel ball. This is very important. Make sure you don't show each other. Before I ask you to choose, I think you have some talking to do to each other. Stephen, I just hope they weren't puppy dog tears and they were real oh. tears and you were genuinely going to split that money. I am going to split this. I, I, I just... 50,000. I'm... I'm just... Um, it's unbelievable. I'm very, very happy to go on with 50,000. You were going to split... If I stole off you, every single person there would run over here and lynch me. There was no way I could... I mean, everyone who knew me would just be disgusted if I stole When When people watch this, they're not going to believe it. Please. I can look you not? in the Sarah, I can look you straight in the eye and tell you I am going to split. Promise. I swear down to you, Thank I you am kids. going to split. Okay. This is serious money. It is. Okay, can we pause it there? <laughs> now now we're gonna cause some problems in church this morning, right? I, 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 what I want you to do is I want you to make a decision in your head what you're gonna do or in your heart, wherever you make that decision. What would you do? Now, I know this is a bit different because it is the context of this is a competition. It's a game and it's got rules. But I want you to look at the person who's closest to you. I want you to make a decision. Look at them. Look them in the eyes, right? Look them in the eyes, as he said, okay? Make your decision. What would you do? I know this is going to cause some problems in marriages, so we're going to look at how to deal with that after. So, so, I want you to be honest now. I'm going to ask some people. Have we, have we got a mic? Let's just go ask some people. Just, just put your hands up if you've made a decision. Let's, let's go with a married couple first, eh? Let's just start with the... Can you put your hand up if you've been married a married couple, you've made a decision? And I want you to be honest. Tell me what you've... Split. Split. Okay, let's... No, 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 no. Go, go with a husband. What, what's, he, what's he done? What's he gone with? Split. Oh, they've been married a long time. They, they're doing well. Let's go with somebody else. And anybody's... Let's come on over here. Steal. <laughs> Woo! He's a born winner. Go on. I'd steal as well. No! No, I did not convinced she was stealing originally. I'm not convinced on that one. Look each other in the eyes. 
Oh, okay. It's anybody else made a decision. Let's pick somebody who's not a couple, somebody who's just here on their own. Put your hand up and we'll choose someone else, see what they do. Split. Split? Yeah, split. Oh, they got it, they got it sorted. We've got problems over here. We'll talk to you after. <laughs> anybody, come on, anybody's just made a decision. You don't have to be married, you don't have to be with anyone. We'll, we'll choose two random people in here. Come on, put your hand up. Somebody else. Go on. Steel. Steel. Right, is there anybody? Let's just pick somebody who, let's see if I can pick someone who would split. See if I, I'm a good choice of, uh, let's just go with this young man here. See what he would do. Tim. 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 <laughs> Come on, Tim, what had you chosen? I think if I was absolutely... No, 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 no. You made a decision. Stop talking. I'd steal. You what? I'd steal. You steal. Okay, you'd both steal. Right, so as you can see... I'm not sure what you think. Put your hand up if you think this lady is going to steal. Okay. Okay. So let me just see. Put your hand up if you think she's going to split then so I can get an idea. Okay. Okay. So let's look at the gentleman. Put your hand up if you think he's going to steal. Put your hand up now and put your hand up if you think he's going to split then so I've got an idea. Okay. Let's go ahead. Let's see what happens. Sarah, Steve, choose either the split or the steel ball now. Hold it up. We're going on with 50 grand each. I promise you that. Split or steel? You never know what's coming in this game. <laughs> Congratulations, Sarah. You have just won £100,150. <laughs> Stephen, I'm so sorry. Commiserations, you've lost. OK. So, an unfamiliar feeling for one of you, but a horribly familiar feeling for the other. This has been Golden Balls. Until next time, goodbye. Right, so who got put that? Put your hand up if you got it right. Well done. You know that could have gone either way, I think, and it wasn't an easy one. Uh, I I have to admit I was surprised that she was quite convincing, wasn't she? No. Okay. Maybe we did this a while ago, and we we did actually get it. We got it right, didn't we? No, you didn't. I got it. I think I got I got her right. Yeah, I think we got it. I got it right. I can't remember. Anyway, here's the deal. We talked earlier about winning, right? We all want to win. But as you can see here, somebody's won, but somebody's lost. And actually, if you look at it, as she truly won. Because if you look at her as an individual, what she was saying coming out of her mouth and what she actually did. And I know it's a game, but I think sometimes this is what we can be like. And if we're not careful, we win no matter what the cost. And I, like I said earlier, I love to win, but actually, how do we truly win? You know, the problem with this, the challenge with this game is what we didn't see is the round before. And the round before was he'd actually stitched her up. Okay? So now we're dealing with a cycle that's repeating. And she then has a choice. I'm going to read... Proverbs 4, verse 20, because actually, this cycle doesn't have to repeat. This cycle can change. 
And uh, I don't know where you've come up from in life or what, what's been thrown at you, what card you've been dealt, what hand you've been given. And we've all been handed and given various cards in life. But that doesn't mean to, to say that that has to be your future and that has to repeat. Because we can make a choice and it can change. And here we see the cycle repeating of actually unforgiveness and doubt and cynicism and all these things that go on and lack of trust. But actually we can change that cycle in life. So Proverbs 4 verse 20 to 27 says this. My child, I think that's a good start for Father's Day. You want a a word from your father? You know, you, you may be here this morning, you haven't got a natural father, you may have lost your father. Well, there's a possibility that actually you can come to your father in heaven and he can speak to you. And he can give you the words that you need in life. My child, pay attention. How many children have heard this? Pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Okay? I was reading this and I thought, ladies, we do listen. We might, you might not think we are listening, but we are listening. We have logged it. It's on the to-do list. We're just thinking about it a little bit longer before it's done. We're thinking of a better way of doing it, a more strategic plan. (laughs) My child, I'm in trouble. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. Avoid perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Those are great words for my father. Imagine sitting there with your father at the dinner table and him saying these words to you. Son, are you listening? Most of us don't listen in life, do we? We have to find out the hard way. But I want to pick something from this to help us in life. Because the most fundamental thing Proverbs says in here, the key in life is the condition of your heart. Because out of it springs, I think one version says, out of it springs the issues of life. It's the wellspring of life. So most issues that we face aren't actually issues from other people. It's our heart condition that causes us to react to whatever issue is going out on the, inside, on the outside. You know, when we watch this game show, the issue was she got stitched up before, so she decided to stitch him up this time. Can you see the cycle? And we all have a choice in life, and as fathers, as men... We have a responsibility, right? Anybody like the film Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, I love it. If you haven't watched it, watch it. I don't know if it's a raccoon, a rat, whatever it is, but it's my favorite character. I've never seen a tree talk, but I love it. It doesn't really talk. It just says, Gru. That's all it says. Uh, was it, I am Gru? I am Groot. There you go. I don't even know what he says, Right? But I love that film because their mission is to guard the galaxy. And there's something inside of each one of us men that we want to be guardians of the galaxy. But we're not going to guard the galaxy. The first and foremost thing that we have to guard is our own hearts. We're to be warriors. We're to be 
men that are deep and, and devoted to the issues of our own hearts first. And we have a responsibility to look what comes out of our heart. Because what comes out of our hearts will direct us. If we say we're not good enough, we'll never believe in our future. Are you hearing this? If we say we're inadequate, we'll never think we'll be able to do the job that we're called to do. But if we understand and we let the words go deep within our heart, and those words are the wellspring of our lives, the issues move out of the way because God's dealt with the first issue that's in the heart. Are you still my friend this morning? And we have a responsibility to have a look at what comes out of our mouth. He says, avoid all perverse talk and stay away from corrupt speech. And if we're to understand what's in here, we first look at our speech, what comes out. And the Bible says we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all make mistakes. We're all sinners. There's things that come out that actually don't glorify God. But the great news is God's made a way to give us a new heart. God's made a way to wash our sins and to start all over again. He's the guardian of the galaxy. He's the main man. He's the one who said, I'm going to come and deal with this issue. We have for centuries, for years, have said to God, we will follow you. We will mark out a path. We will do what's right. We will keep away from evil. We will not just consider ourselves, but we will put others before ourselves. We said this for years and years and years, yet God's looked down and said, nobody's done it. Nobody's doing this guardian of the galaxy. Nobody's been my missionary on earth. So God decided to come himself and deal with the issue of sin. And today I'm thankful, anybody else here, who's thankful for the goodness of God, that God gives us a new start. He gives us a hope and he gives us a love that when we receive the word, not just the words, but the word himself, who is Jesus Christ, the creator of all things, who is above all things, when we receive that word and it penetrates deep within our heart and it washes the issues of life out, we become a new creation and the old is gone. You know, I, I can testify of this. Many of you have heard this. You know, at 16 years old, I thought my life was heading in that direction. I was signed as a footballer. I'd worked hard. I was competitive. I was a winner. If I'm on the pitch, I'm going to knock people out the way to, to win. I'm going to score goals. I'm going to achieve. I don't care what anybody else thinks. This is what I'm going to do. And at 16 years old, I signed a contract, and I signed for Stoke City Football Club. My life was made. I knew where I was going. And then, bang, one day... I'm told that my dad's dropped down dead. He's no longer here. And life just all of a sudden began to change for me. What mattered to me in here now didn't matter anymore. The adoration, the affirmation from football and achieving and success in this world no longer mattered. What mattered was I wanted my father above all things. And my father was no longer here, so I, I, beca I became disillusioned, I became lost, I became confused, I became hurt. I be felt like I was abandoned, nobody loved me, nobody wanted me. And I searched the earth all my life for the next 11 years trying to find the answer. Whether it was women, whether it was drugs, whether it was alcohol, whatever it is to fix this pain, none of it satisfied the depth in here that I was struggling with. And just like we've watched this video and we see the cycle repeated from the woman who took offense at the man and then tried to stitch him up, I had a choice in life. Would I let this cycle carry on or would I choose life in a different way? And for 11 years, I chose the other way, which was just to look after myself 
and I didn't care what people thought. I damaged people along the way, like many of us have. And then at 27 years old, I realized it didn't work anymore. And the pit of my life was a pit. And I, and I was just, I couldn't go on any longer. It was too dark. I hated my life. And I cried out to Jesus. And I said, Jesus, as it says in Psalm 40, verse 2, they cried out and the Lord heard. And he lifted them out of the pit and he put them on a rock. And I tell you what, it was the best day of my life when I cried out to God. Nothing happened on that day and it took time for me to respond and to search for and want to know. But the day I received Jesus Christ and he filled me with his spirit and he set me free of my demons was the best day I have ever experienced in this planet, on this planet. And this is what happened on that day. The forgiveness of God came into my heart and I forgave what had gone on. I forgave God of my circumstances of losing my dad, of my dad being stole from me and me feeling abandoned. On that day, I knew that God had something greater for me and it went deeper than anything else and the cycle changed. And I don't tell that because of me. I tell that because of the glory of God. And I give praise to God that I surrendered my life at the cross. I couldn't do it anymore. But God came in and made me a new creation and something changed inside of me the issues that were there were no longer the issues the things that I was saying were different than what I was saying before it was not a pit that was spilling out rubbish it was now a a spring of life that brought freshness and newness to my life and I then began to change the pattern and and I met Sarah instead of hurting people I began to forgive people and forgive myself and love Sarah and start this cycle all over again but I'm here to tell you that God is the best guardian of our hearts When we trust God in our heart and he brings the freedom, not religion, not trying to please people, but just the freedom and the grace of God where we surrender to him, he brings life to us. The moment we try and achieve that love, we begin to get all tangled up and we get tired out and we get worn out. But the day we let go and choose God is the day we find freedom and we find life and we begin to see a different cycle. Are you still with me? So above all else, guys... Guard your heart. Guard your faith and your belief in God. And maybe that be the most fundamental thing in your life, that you choose to have faith in Christ, in God's promises, and in the Father's love. Keep them deep within you. Hold on to Jesus through the difficult times, the dark times. God is faithful and will not let you down. And you will come through whatever you face, and you'll discover God in a fresh and new way. Above all else, guard your heart. 1 Peter 4 verse 8 says this, above all, love each other deeply. See, if we've not experienced the depth of God's love, we will struggle to love people deeply. But when we've discovered the depth of God's love, it becomes easier to love people deeply. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. You see, Forgiveness has the power to forgive and to cover a multitude of sins. That's what God has done for me and you. He started this process by taking our sin on the cross and giving us a new start. He's loved us deeply with all that he has. He can't give any more. He's given his all for you. Let that truth penetrate your heart. Let it go deep within you and cover the multitude of your sins. Therefore, it will help you cover the multitude of other sins who sin against you. May the depth of God's love penetrate your heart and your soul this morning and in the days to come. 
Why? Because it covers a multitude of sin. There's no sin that God's love doesn't cover. And we've all got sins and we can all keep a checklist of what we've done wrong. But I'm here today to say God's love covers them. And then the second thing I'm going to say, so above all else, guard your heart, guys. You know, you've got a responsibility in life. You're designed to be a warrior and a guardian. You can do it. The second thing is this, is be generous. You know, as I said before, you know, life isn't always easy. And, and our children, if we've got children, aren't always easy. You as a child weren't easy. Yes, you, I know you're doing well now, but you as a child weren't easy. And I was sure there was times when you upset your mother and your father. You hurt them. I'm here to say to the guys this morning, your children will, and the ladies, your children will hurt you. But we're not here to hate our children. We're here to nurture our children. And we're here to forgive our children and to nurture them in the way that God would nurture us, even though we've done things that have hurt God and hurt other people. So I want to say to you, be generous. You know, you, you've been blessed with so many riches. And out of those riches, we can use them or do nothing with them. I'm going to give you a bar of chocolate this morning. And I know it's only a bar of chocolate. And, um, but I want you to think about what would you do if you were given a bar of chocolate. Anybody like Cadbury's? Anybody like chocolate, choc cherry chocolate orange? Get in there. Pepper, see, now we're talking. Now we're talking chocolate. I'm going to respond. I talk about Jesus and the cross. It's like, whoa, this is a bit challenging. No, 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 no. We're talking chocolate. You're like, my belly's moving now. Now we're moving. That's how fickle we are. We respond to how we feel and what, 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 what tickles our taste buds, aren't we? But I'm going to, in a minute, give you a bar of chocolate. And I want you to think, if you were given a bar of chocolate, what would you do with it? Come on. You know, you just say the right things. Let's be honest. There's times when I've had bars of chocolate. I'm like, I don't want anybody else to have my chocolate bar. This is my chocolate bar. This is, I'm going to tell you a secret. Some people know it. Peppermint cream. Keep away from them. They're mine. They're mine. They were made for me. In the beginning, God made the earth and the heaven. He made peppermint cream so that I could eat of peppermint cream, right? Terry, whatever it is, you love chocolate. But be honest, when you're given a chocolate bar, what's your thought? When there's somebody in the room, do you think, I'm going to share my chocolate? I, 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 come on, be honest. Are, are, are you someone that says, no, it's my chocolate bar. It's my baby, this is. It's mine. I'm having it. Or are you someone that says, no, I just want to share my chocolate bar. Oh, they're all saying the right thing now. And I just put this thought in there because I know sometimes, I've got to be honest, when I'm given things, sometimes I just want to keep them to myself. Just like the guy on here and the woman on here, they were competing, they wanted to win, they wanted to do well, but the tendency with winning, if we're not careful, it becomes just about us and not about others. You know, and the Bible teaches us that we're not here just to love ourselves, which, you know, you enjoy the chocolate bar, but the Bible says we're here to love our neighbor as ourselves. We're here to consider others as well as ourselves. 
And it's fine when we talk about a chocolate bar, but what about if I say to you, I give you 100 pounds today? When we're talking money now, so I'll put the challenge out there. Are you going to have the money to yourself or are you going to split the money? Or if I give you 10,000 pounds, are you going to split the money? Come on, let's, can, I, can we be honest? Come on, you'll say, yeah, I'll split it. But I'm telling you, when you get money, we get money. The more money we get, we think, I'll be more generous. No, we're not. We become more so self-centered. I'm being honest. I have money, and this is my first thought. What am I going to do with it? It's my money. But you know, as guardians of the galaxy, as men, we're called to be generous. You know, I want my kids to see, not just hear, that I'm generous. I want them to see that I'm generous. I don't want, as it says in Proverbs, just be a person of words. I want the issues of life to come out where I actually model generosity. So I'm going to give you a chocolate bar. Guys, you want to give them a chocolate bar? And, and, and this chocolate bar, you want to give them out, give all the guys a chocolate bar, is a symbol for you of life. This is your life. What are you going to do with it? You're going to say, I'm eating it. Give them all a chocolate bar this morning. Well, they're making decisions about it. They're coming. They're coming. Put your hands up, guys. If they can't see you, there's a chocolate bar coming. It's okay, we're doing it. If you've not had a chocolate bar, can you hold your hand up? Come on, there's a few here at the front. Toby, grab a load of them and run around. And Anybody else need a chocolate bar? Pass them along. Hey, pass them along. Pass. Split. There we go, thank you. Only kidding, no one's grabbing it that hard. Come on. Guys in the middle, chocolate bars. You're... Emmy, give him a hand, give him out. Is there anybody else? Have we all got one? Anybody not got a chocolate bar? Don't put your hands up twice. And we know you. It's all around your lips. We can see it. Okay, are we done? Okay, there might be some spare at the end. Okay, here's, here's the point. Okay, and, and I put this out there because I don't know about you, but I want to see some men that are generous. Ladies, do you want men that are generous? Church, do we want men that are generous? And this isn't just for the men. This is for all of us. Let's be a generous people. Why are we a generous people? Because God first loved us. God did not hold back his generosity, but he gave his all for us. And if we're to be followers of Christ, who is our Father in heaven, and we're to be his children, and we're to copy and model his behavior, because of his generosity, we too will model that generosity. Are you with me? James 1 says, if anybody lacks wisdom, you should ask God. 
you're struggling in life, you, you, you're struggling with the circumstances or the issues, or you're struggling with your own personal well-being or your own mental health, if you're lacking, ask God. And he says this, who gives generously. This is our Father in heaven, who gives generously. This is who he is. He's generous. He covers a multitude of sins. That means all of the sins. He is generous. So if we as men and women of God are going to be like our Father in heaven, we receive his goodness. We receive the chocolates, the goodness of God that he's given us to taste. But it's not just for us. It's for others to taste of too. Am I making sense? And, and, you know, this chocolate is like life. You know, somebody said this. It's in a film. Life's like a boxer. You know, you know it? Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You know that, yeah? We all, and we've all had, we've all been given, we've all been given some of us a coffee cream. We've been given a Turkish delight. We've been given a toffee, and we didn't like the toffee, and we go, I don't like that. But I don't believe life's just like a box of chocolates. I believe life's like a bar of chocolate. And we get to choose what we do with it. You can choose to have it all to yourself, or you can choose to share it like our father did. Our father was broken. All of him was completely broken on the cross for you and me. He didn't hold back his goodness, but he shared his glory with you. And I want to encourage you as a dad, as a person, if you don't know that God has given you his goodness, today you can receive the goodness of God through surrendering your life and your heart to him. And if you have received him, I want to encourage you, may that glory flow in and out of you through you sharing. Don't just stick with stealing. God's, God's, God's not happy. God's, God's happy, sorry, to give you his generosity. But he's given it to you so that you can split it and share it. He's given you your finances. He's given you your time. He's given you energy and desires and passions so that you can do something with it. And he's been broken for you so that you can receive and partake of him. He's not holding it back. He's just generously giving it out. I'm sorry my hands have touched that. Does, it, does this make sense? Are you with me this morning? So may this bar of chocolate be a symbol and a reminder to you. Life's not just like a box of chocolates. We get doubts on hands we don't want, and, and life is like a bar, box of chocolates. But life's also like a bar of chocolate, and I get to choose what I do with it. Do I harbor on and do I hold on to unforgiveness or do I forgive and change the cycle in this society so that my family doesn't have to have bitterness but my family has life and life to the full. And I'm not going to hold on to that, guys, but I'm going to guard my heart. I'm going to guard my family. I'm going to guard this community. I'm going to guard these musicians and I'm not going to speak bad of them, but I'm going to breathe life into this group of people. Are, are you with me? So take your chocolate bar. Every time you have a chocolate bar now, you won't look at a chocolate bar the same. You think in your heart, what am I doing with this chocolate? What am I doing with my life? Am I stealing it for myself? There's not a problem with eating it. But am I thinking about others as well as myself? Enjoy the chocolate. Taste it. But think about others in the process who you can share it with. Amen.